Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face Episode, what episode was it, EJ? 214 should be, right? 214 Chris Rucker and EJ Reed here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs where I'm sure they will be covering from wall to wall. The Philadelphia Eagles becoming only the second team in Super Bowl history to blow a double digit halftime lead. But I digress. Tragic, tragic, tragic. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. Oh, wow, look, we got Kristen Rink in the building. What up? Your week been good, EJ? Weekend? Same-ish, different toilet. How about you? What do you, what do, you do for Super Bowl? I just sat, at, sat in my office watching and trying not to eat too many fucking nachos. Uh, you know, I was thinking about we got to, like, brand our our podcast right like now that it's me and you on here and i was thinking we could go and we could be like we're the most handsome wrestling podcasters out there because most wrestling podcasters are like you know weird looking right but now here <laughs> it is valentine's day and we're on fucking podcast talking about wrestling so how fucking handsome are we really like you're my fucking date tonight touche touche yeah we do need a brand or something like that <laughs> Lucy Marie says y'all are right. I, I I I resemble that comment. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day. You you uh when you do have a significant other, EJ. You know I don't want to get in your business whether you do or you don't. But do you celebrate? Are you one of those people that celebrate on the day, or can you do it like the weekend before or after? Because you know, as adults, we still got to work, right? Like we can't just go out get fucked up, have sex all night, and then go to work the next day. Or can you? Back in the heyday of my relationship days, it was always the day of. You can't really, unless you got kids, you know, that's when you could do it on a weekend, like the weekend after. But you got to do it the day of, because like, with the 15th, that's side chick day. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to mix the two days. <laughs> I don't even know about that day. <laughs> you yeah. just caught me off guard. I ain't never even heard about that. Is it the 13th or the 15th? It's one of those days. Either the day before or the day after. It's the I know day. March 14th is like the steak and a blowjob day or whatever. That's supposed to be the man holiday, which I think is the dumbest fucking thing ever. But Yeah, it's not it's something somebody made up. Side, oh, but side chick days on the fucking calendar? That's a real thing. Look it up. <laughs> where, where you want me to look? Google. It's everywhere. Uh, it's the, it's the, I was right. It's the 15th. Who, where'd you get that info from? You just Googled it yourself? You can Google it your, 
myself too. It takes two seconds to type it in your Google machine. Side chick day. That's hilarious. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Um, so yeah, but like I said, you got to do the day of. And I wasn't really a Valentine's Day person until like the early 2010s when I got like a serious relationship. It's kind of stressful having to think of something new to do every year. Like I'm kind of glad those days are behind me. I mean, do you really have to do something new every year though? Like what's the point of, I don't know, like. I hate to sound like those people that are so like angry against Valentine's Day. I I show my love all year, every day. Why well, I gotta do it on this day? But like, what's what's that's, the point with the cliche the same, fucking flowers and candy? People, that's the same people that said I'm not. I'm gonna spoil it and tell them it's, no Santa Claus exists. I wanted them to know that I work for that. That's the same people that say that for Valentine's yeah. Day. What about uh? You ever had your woman tell you don't get me anything, and then you don't get her anything? Nah, I, cause when I was in a serious relationship, like she was all about that. She, she didn't play that game. I had to get something or do something. Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a. If you want something, fucking tell me you want something. And if you don't, then I'm gonna get you what you told me, which is nothing. Type. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, you're right. A little too old for the games, but. Yeah. So Valentine's Day, and here we are podcast and talking about pro wrestling i just got nxt going in the background on beast tv no spoilers though i won't uh i won't spoil anything but what we will do ej we've been going back and forth talking about different ways to make our podcast different than just a review show like every other podcast and the name of the podcast is boot to the face so why the fuck not have a weekly boot to the face award let's get it which is the best Boot to the face of the past week in wrestling. And I'm not technologically sound enough to put it on the screen for you on Twitch. So if you're out there, just Google JC Jane, J-A-C-E-Y-J-A-N-E, kicks Gigi Dolan in the face. (laughs) And that will be your boot to the face of the week. And I don't like it because Gigi Dolan's like my, you know, it's my, it's my Valentine. And I think she went over a little bit over the top with her crying i didn't like that but i mean ej i think i almost cried watching her get kicked in the face like that i'm hoping somebody in the chat's gonna go watch it right now and give a reaction to her getting kicked in the face uh joey delarm in the chat says reenact the move well we're not in the same room joey you're 19 for me on v day otherwise i don't do shit day (laughs) i don't have a wrestling buddy do i no i don't i don't think i have one of those i almost bought the sting one from aew but i'm 40 i don't need a fucking stuffed animal I guess I could call one of my kids down here. I taught my daughter how to sell a boot to the face years ago. Like, oh, I yeah? fucking slap my thigh and act like I kick her in the face and she fucking falls out. I wonder if she still remembers that. <laughs> I, still don't, I still don't know how they do those slap, those thigh slaps. I kind of don't want to know. Yeah, it's easy. You just slap your fucking thigh when you act like you're about to kick somebody. But, like, they do it so fast, you don't really even see it. Yes, you do. I don't pay attention. Maybe they do it. Maybe I'm just too much like overstimulation. I'm looking at the kick at the same time where they're doing yeah. it with the thigh. Yeah. Speaking of overstimulation, real quick, we didn't talk about this, but AEW Rampage was good last week with the the matches. If you just want to watch wrestling, AEW Rampage is a good show to watch. It's a nice view. Like if you're already watching SmackDown and you don't got nothing else to do on a Friday night, uh, just throw on Rampage. It's a good quick hour watch. 
It's a hit or miss sometimes, but you know. If you're here on Valentine's Day watching two dudes talk pro wrestling, you probably ain't got shit to do on Fridays either, so you might as well watch Rampage. You're probably in your mom's basement, actually. I'm not not in my mom's basement. I'm in my basement. (laughs) I'm saying if you're viewing us on a Valentine's Day. No, don't disrespect the viewers like that. Joey's married. Kristen's married. Lucy Marie's dating. Like, I kid, I kid. Who are we? we Appreciate y'all out there. So, what you want to get to first, EJ? I'll let you guide the ship. I mean, we could uh, go a little bit further on that kick. That kick that you're talking about, the boot to the face award a week. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. I'm on and off the ship of keeping toxic attraction together. Obviously now I ain't got no choice, but when they were kind of teasing it, I kind of wanted them to stay together. Um, but now like, and I kind of figured Gigi was going to be the one to turn also. So tell me, you think they picked the right face and the right heel out of these two? Yeah, they did. Just because the fans seem to be behind Gigi. If you heard the reaction at Vengeance Day, I don't like the breakup though. Like, what do you do? Where do you go with those two? I feel like Gigi's going to be a good baby face. Like, you said the crying was too much. I thought the crying was actually, like, a good touch that was added. You know? Like, your best friend just fucking stabs you in the back. Women cry a lot. And she got a fucking boot to the face that was ridiculous. Um, I don't think JC's going to last, though. Like, she just... I feel like she tries too hard. Like when you watch her entrance, you were talking about it, about her little dance that she does. It's it's just too try hard. Like it doesn't even look natural. Remember Nikki Bella used to come out and do her little dance or Sasha Banks that, would. No, nah, that was, it, that was natural. Yeah. It looked like it was what they were doing, but her, it's like, it's like, she's trying to do a weed dance or a TikTok. I said, weed. that's how old I am. A TikTok dance or some shit like that. She's trying to keep up on TikTok. Yeah. A little bit too hard on the swaying back and forth. I see exactly what you're talking about. Kristen Ring says some of them are awful actors. She, she's right. And I don't think, I don't know. I just think, I think the way she talks, the way she over enunciates her, I guess you don't over enunciate, the way she over like does her mannerisms. Like I just, she's like a person playing a wrestler instead of a wrestler playing a part, if that makes sense. And you can see it. Um, but hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And she fucking takes off and, She's the one who takes the title off Roxy and then Gigi takes it off her. Like, they're off and running. You know, they're like the female version of The Shield in NXT. I could just see them messing this up completely, splitting them up while they're still on NXT because I think JC gets lost in the shuffle down there in NXT and Gigi's over. But I feel like you could have introduced them to the, you know, to the main roster and to the people in general if you would have brought them up as a tag team and then split them up. Once the, you know, the wide WWE audience gets to know them, but I think they, they were premature on splitting them up, but we'll see how it plays out. Like I always say. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like Gigi's definitely going to be all right, but we'll see about JC Jane. Um, I do think I just said, I don't believe her as a heel. I definitely wouldn't believe her as a face though. So I, I do think they made the right choice with that. I think Gigi's definitely, over as a baby face, so that works. Um, speaking of toxic attraction, Mandy Rose made news this week. I didn't listen to the interview, EJ. You put this in the notes, so I'm hoping that you know what she said 
but I did see like little snippets about her talking about WWE. Just give me the gist of uh, the breaking news aspect of what Mandy told Renee Paquette. I didn't listen to it as well. I just read it. But the gist of it is that she didn't get any notice on taking her FaceTime or a fan time video down. Oh, wow. I think. Yeah, she didn't get any notice. Like they, the day that she came into work, she was told she was dropped the title. And then the next day, she was let go. So, like, you know, there were whispers that, you know, maybe they would have gave her notice back in the day that they gave her warning maybe sometime before they let her go. But according to her, she got no warning. It just got dropped. So Yeah, that's way different than what was coming out beforehand where it said they had told her a couple times to knock that shit off and she refused. So that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you come to work and... I mean, I thought it was weird, like, her losing a title like that, but... I don't know, man. They're, they're such hypocrites. Exactly. And I know that it's a different company, but you still did it back in the day. You still paraded your woman around like they were eye candy back in the day. So I feel like you got to give your new talent a little bit of leeway, at least a warning. I mean, you just told fucking Ember Moon to be more like Mandy Rose and be more sexual. And now you're telling Mandy Rose, no. Nah. What buddy say? <laughs> Django, that's not what I meant. <laughs> you you went too fucking far Mandy said oh I need to be sexy here I'm fucking take all these clothes off but I mean yeah I, you can't tell one woman hey I need you to be more sexy like her and then go fire that woman for being too fucking sexual and then like go watch some Mandy Rose entrances when she was in NXT them cameramen were all up in that like, like it was fucking Velvet Sky and TNA like it's not like they were trying to shy away from what she was doing, but because she was making that money on her own, I guess they couldn't get with that. Yeah. And it sounds like somebody may have had like a slight personal vendetta against her if they didn't give her a warning. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Um, I feel like if this was two years ago, I'd be like, well, I guess Mandy Rose is done wrestling and she's just going to, you know, make her money being naked, which she, she could like all the money has been reported she's making. But I feel like the last like year and a half in NXT, Mandy's come a long fucking way wrestling. And if she wanted to go to AEW, she could. If she wanted to go to Impact, she could. It's just whether or not she would want to. I think Impact is a stretch. I think she's making too much bank there. Wanted to do Impact. AEW, I feel like that's a long shot too. I think she rides out the FaceTime. And then, you know, anything is possible. I could see them bringing her back in WWE somewhere oh down the God. line. Your girl was just uh, on TV strutting in the hallway backstage. I'm not giving away any spoilers, but Jason Jane's about to head to the ring, and you know how they do the little backstage thing. She's walking in slow motion, like doing her fucking hair. Well, it just it just looks so contrived and fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> someone's boyfriend put up a Mandy Rose poster, and the girl got jealous. That could be right. Like Mandy Rose is one of those fucking lightning rod people. Um, what you want to get to next? What you got on deck? What you want to get up to? Well, we did the first ever boot to the face. We talked about uh, Mandy Rose. We'll have Elimination Chamber predictions coming up before the end of the show, right after we do power rankings. That'll be later on in the show also. Let's talk boot to the face, making fucking headlines without making headlines. Man, what happened? Some Apparently somebody was stirring the pot up this past weekend. All right, so I'm... It's, you know, it's only us talking, EJ. Ain't nobody else listening, right? So, 
I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the the behind the scenes stuff of what happened. So your boy Rich Davis of Cabino and Rich fame texts me one day last. I can't remember what day it is. And they're at the Super Bowl. They're interviewing people, and he says, "Hey, we're about to interview Seth Rollins. Like, you got any questions I should ask him?" And I'm just like, "All right, like I'll be quick because chances are he's when you when somebody says I'm about to, it's like, oh, they're probably right there. Let me let me get these off real quick." So I'm like, ask him about Jake Paul, you know, if he's going to fight him at WrestleMania. Uh, Ask him if there's like a competition between him and Becky Lynch on who can wear the most ridiculous fucking outfits. By the way, that question was phenomenal because did you see what he was wearing during the fucking show? Like they talked about his outfit for like 10 minutes. Um, And then I thought about it and I was like, well. If you want to piss him off and go viral, literally my fucking <laughs> my words, you want to piss him off and get a quote and go viral. Ask him about punk and if whether or not he'll fucking let him come back. So you gotta give me you gotta give me a background because I didn't research on. Apparently, he got asked the question a week before or so. Yeah, and he's talked about punk before. He don't like punk. I know that, uh, but I think yeah. this is asked recently. That's what the article alluded to. That that was recently. at uh at the Royal Rumble. Somebody asked him at the show and he was like, CM Punk is a cancer. I don't ever want him in WWE again. Like we don't need him. We've all known he's a, you know, asshole or whatever he said. Like I'm paraphrasing and I'm like, yes. Cause you know, you know, I don't like CM Punk. I can't stand that motherfucker for years. So seeing everybody else shitting on him now, I'm sitting there like, welcome to the team. Um, so I tell Rich those three questions. Rich asked the Jake Paul question. You know, they talk about his outfit. And then he goes, our boy Chris Rucker <laughs> said, if you want to piss him off. And I'm thinking, you're not supposed to say that part, Rich. Like, <laughs> You ain't supposed to tell him that we're trying to piss him off with the question and ask him about punk. And he dropped the quote and it fucking went crazy. And I'm pissed off because there was no mention of boot to the face or even me when it said our friend Chris Rucker. You know, am I being am I being too needy, EJ, or do I have a right to be like jealous? No, you should get credit where credit is due. At least put your name in it. I think I feel like the reports. What is it? Bleacher Report. I think I saw on there. Cage size seats with uh, Yahoo, Yahoo everywhere. They were being lazy by not putting your name in it, but it is what it is. Joey Delorme says there's 15,000 views on a YouTube video. And I will say this. When Cavino and Rich put the video out, they did put that part in there with my name in it. So I did appreciate that. But I wish it would have been. And I mean, I'm nitpicking clearly. Like, he just asked a fucking question. But it just would have been cool if I'd have been like, if you ask these questions, make sure to mention Boot to the Face. Which I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm Chris a Rucker from Boot to the Face. Yeah. That would have directed some traffic our way. But right. It's all it good. It is what it but, is. Yeah, it's still good to to have it out there that he did and rich of course sent me a text he's like i owe you a drink (laughs) i I didn't know what he was talking about because i was at work right like i didn't see any of it like what are you talking about and he's like that fucking punk question you asked and then he sent me a screenshot of like yahoo which i showed you um so that was cool i mean it's it's always fun uh like i was happy for them too to get that kind of pub out of it from just a fucking question that I it was almost like Big Dick Day all over again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what it feels like, huh? So, so that was good. Playing off Rollins comments and playing off did you see the report by I think Meltzer reported it? 
about punk he said punk will be available in like two to three months or something like that if oh. aew wants them back so if you're aew you bring back punk if i'm aew yeah probably if i'm 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 worried though when you said that this is probably all fucking work with rollins and it's going to end up fucking Rollins and Punk at WrestleMania next year. I don't see that. I think that's the, out of all the parts of the interview, that's the only one that was a shoot. I mean, anything is possible, but I still think he has some time left on that AEW contract. Unless they may have paid him off behind the scenes, but yeah, report saying that he's still under the contract with AEW. Cody kind of alluded to that also. He did an interview this week. I don't know if you've seen any of that. He did an mm-hmm. interview with uh, Ariel Hawani and then another interview where he was sitting down and he basically, I'm going pa- I'm to I'm paraphrase what Cody said. So Cody didn't say this. I'm telling you what I got out of it. He basically said, we had people in AEW that were there for AEW and then we brought in people that weren't with the same fucking mindset. He was talking about punk. He can, Cody's a really good politician, you know, you can watch a Cody interview, and unless you dissect the hell out of it, you have no idea. He says a whole lot of shit without saying anything. But he definitely was like, Punk was the reason all that shit happened. It's like, I was very disappointed when I watched it, and you bring in people that don't have the same mindset as everybody else. So he was kind of calling them out, too. I would love to interview Cody and get him to be honest with me and find out why he left AEW. Oh, you're not going to hear that story until 10, 15 years down the line. I hope I'm still alive when that story comes out. Because that's going to be a good fucking documentary when A&E does Beyond the Ring or whatever the fuck they do. What's that? What's theirs called? Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. That's what it is. When AEW does a Dark Side of the Ring. A&E does a Dark Side of the Ring on why Cody left AEW. Like, I can't wait for that shit. There's got to be some juice behind it. You talking about one of the founding fucking members of AEW just walks away and goes and now he's main event in WrestleMania a year later. Hey, money talks, so of course money is probably a part of the equation. You don't think Tony Khan had money? I think he's got money, but people don't understand the cost of starting up a wrestling company from scratch. He's got money, but he don't got WWE money. Because a billionaire, EJ. Put the, to put towards AEW, they got other sports teams they got to look after. Exactly. That's more revenue coming in. You own an NFL team? That's even more money you got to spend. It's, it's, you still got to allocate the money in appropriate ways. You can't just say, oh, here, here's all the money, AEW. Joey Stillman says nobody can trust Punk to even have a match without getting injured anymore. That's true. He's like the new uh, Samoa Joe. By the way, I know I just took a shot at Samoa Joe. Joe been putting on bangers lately. So he'll get hurt again, though. <laughs> Don't say but that. I, but I digress. <laughs> uh, going back to Punk, though, uh, we were talking about Cody, though. Yeah, they, Cody probably got paid more money. I, I think, Punk, look, I think Punk is an asshole off the camera, but he definitely puts eyes on the product. So if Tony Mark, if Tony Khan is a good businessman, he's <laughs> you call him Tony Mark. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, MJF? Was that. <laughs> Was that subliminal? You did that shit. No, you didn't man, even think about it. I didn't even mean. To, I didn't even mean to call him that. That was that was diarrhea of the, of the brain. But uh, yeah, if he was a good businessman, he'd sit all of them down in the room, 
it's money to be made with this. Yeah. You try to bring back FTR, have them do like a little trios rivalry. Maybe you could break it down. You could stretch that out into all out in Chicago, Punk and Omega. But it seems like all of them are, have big egos. So who knows if it'll get done. If you can have Matt Hardy in love with Lita in real life, and he gets injured in real life for the non-wrestling fans out there that may be watching Matt Hardy and Leela, they were dating in real life, like seriously dating. Matt Hardy gets hurt, right? Leela's still on the road. She starts banging one of Matt Hardy's friends, Edge. Edge is getting pushed to the top to be the next guy. So who's the odd man out? Matt Hardy is. When shit hits the fan, WWE releases Matt Hardy. Now, I don't know if you remember this, EJ, if you were watching wrestling at the time. This was when internet, like wrestling pages and shit like that had first taken off i remember where i was at when this happened i was in athens georgia in my buddy brent's dorm room like playing on the internet and i was at like wrestlingedge.com or some shit like that and they were like matt hardy's coming back to wwe i was like no the fuck he's not because i had known what the story was and they didn't announce he was back and edge was just like walking backstage one day and he gets fucking tackled and it's Matt Hardy whooping his ass. And you're like, oh, my God, this is real. Like, <laughs> you had no idea what was happening. right? Obviously, looking back now, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. But at the time, it was like, Matt Hardy hates this motherfucker. These motherfuckers worked, like, four or five matches in a row together. A whole, like, drawn-out program. Lita was now with Edge on screen, like, dressed as slutty as she can dress now. They're making out, having fucking real-life sex celebrations on TV. If they can get back together and work that out, you don't think Punk and Omega and the Bucks can work together? No, the, the only difference between that is Matt Hardy really didn't really have a choice. He was a mid card at the time. It was either that or like he had gotten fired. Come. They fired him. That's what wow. I'm saying. They fired Matt Hardy. So when he came back and attacked Edge, he had gotten rehired to do this program, and nobody knew about it. So he did have a choice. He could have stayed on the fucking Indies where he was at. Yeah, but Punk is still under contract, though, so he could sit out and still make money. <laughs> he doesn't have to come back. And with his ego, I can see that getting in the way. He definitely got a big ego. They, got, they would all ego, sit down so they can make money. His ego is bigger than Kanye and Beyonce. Combined. For those of y'all that don't know, that's a song they, they sang together back in the day. It's too big. It's too wide. <laughs> But Sounds I don't like know. I feel like it's a coin toss. Um, but if if they want to make money, they should sit down. And <laughs> it was so funny. Nothing. I just made a joke. I don't know if you heard it or not. I don't know. I don't give a fuck if Punk comes back or not. I don't. It ain't gonna make me buy an AEW pay per view or go to one of the shows. So, I think that gives them like a hundred to two hundred k bump in the ratings. Does it, or is it just like with WWE's got all the buzz right now? Man, WWE's they, killing it right now. Exactly. You need something to kickstart it. Bring Punk back in a couple months. Um, one thing that's killing it right now is the Bloodline storyline and Cody and Sammy. So when we get back, EJ, I want to ask you about Cody and Sammy. I want to ask you. Who's more over Cody Rhodes or Sami Zayn? And who do you want to see face Roman Reigns at 
WrestleMania. We will be right back after these brief messages. Please stay tuned. Gonna hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew making sure we ball If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya You might get beat down on Talkamania Listen to the whole team across body of work It'll make you realize that you should've been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me Welcome back, Boot to the Face Episode 214 Chris Rucker and EJ Reed here on Twitch do not forget, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. Check out our interview last weekend with the up-and-coming, one of my wrestlers of the year that I thought, Superstar Breakouts, the lovely Ashley Dambois, who disappointed everybody on the internet and is now wearing long pants when she wrestles. Hey, taking away fanboys' dreams of yeah. seeing the shorts. Um, More often. Kristen Rink in the chat says, watching Sammy looking for confidence from Cody was pathetic. That is such a good point. Um, So I teased the little Cody and Sammy question. Now, last night we watched Cody and Sammy have a little, Cody basically like little brother his ass yesterday. Am I right? Like he even had this look on his face when Sammy was like, I don't know if I could beat Roman. Um, I can't, I wish I could quote who it was too on Twitter that said, Sammy was acting like Roman was like Thanos. Hey, the way he, the they, way he was. Are they wrong though? Roman is yeah. kind of like Thanos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how he was acting though, right? He's like, you know, he remember when uh, Hulk got his ass kicked on the spaceship, and the uh, the guy sent them back down, and Banner was trying to tell the guy like, y'all don't understand, like this is Thanos, like Thanos is coming. They were like, no, it's fine. He's like, no, motherfucker, listen, <laughs> like Thanos is coming. That's how Sammy Zayn sounded. Um, but looking at Cody's face yesterday, he was just like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you challenged him. Now you're talking about, you don't know if you can win or not. Judging by the crowd reaction last night, I thought Cody would be the one that the crowd would turn on with this. I really did. But Cody, you put it in our discord yesterday. Cody's fucking over. He is. I like the whole way that WWE is treating this. They're like, they're kind of intertwining it and kind of having like this pseudo mini alliance with Sammy and Cody. And I just like the whole way there that this storytelling is unfolding with this. I agree. Um, usually I wouldn't trust WWE to be smart enough to handle two storylines like they're doing. Um, but they're doing really well with this and them to have the balls to just be like, we're not going to keep them separated. Like we're going to put Cody out there with Sammy and just let the fucking crowd pick. And to me, it seemed like the crowd made their choice last night in Brooklyn too, by the way, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, where Cody's from, right? It wasn't in the South. This is Brooklyn where they're known to fucking 
cheer for who they want and do what they want. And they picked Cody. Um, and I can, I've been saying this for a while. What has Sammy done to deserve all this? He hadn't beat anybody. He barely wrestles. Besides him doing a little cool handshake and saying shit is oozy. Like, does he really deserve it? You go to WrestleMania off a fucking catchphrase? Hey, sometimes you just got to go with the crowd wants. He may have not quote unquote necessarily done anything to deserve it in the ring. But I mean, his character what... work has gotten him to this point and the fans just like him. Sometimes you can't explain why the fan gets behind somebody. Right. And the fans can like him, but they don't need to like him enough to try to get him to WrestleMania main event. Because nobody believes that Sami Zayn's a WrestleMania main eventer. I like Sami Zayn, right? It took me a while. But when he started doing the little thing with Kevin Owens and he's wearing the glasses every time he was reading and shit like that, I was like, this dude is hilarious. Every now and then he'll put on a match and I'll be like, damn, Sammy can go. When he debuted against Cena, the shit he was doing in NXT, right? He ain't done that in years. Explain to me why Sami Zayn deserves to be in the WrestleMania main event that people want. It's just what they want. But you don't have to worry about that because he's not going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. You're right. <laughs> Which leads me to my next point. I was I was literally about to say, explain to me why Sammy deserves it over a guy like Seth Rollins. And this leads to my next point. Joey Stillman says fans love Hurricane too. Exactly. He beat The Rock on Monday Night Raw. That, he topped out right there. That was it. You can let Sammy fucking pin Lesnar or somebody like that one one night, but he's he's not the WrestleMania main event. Uh, but getting back to my question, I, I was thinking about this today. Um, Romans had the title for almost a thousand days, both titles. Romans had a stranglehold on the WrestleMania main event for what seems like damn near 10 years, right? The only WrestleMania main event that wasn't Roman Reigns on a Sunday night was the three women main event with Ronda Rousey, Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania 35. Now, there's technically two main events every year, but the main event is Sunday night at WrestleMania, and that's Roman slot. You don't necessarily have to be champion to be a main event player, but with Roman Reigns being around as long as he is, with them trying to push him and then finally getting him over, and now he's here to stay, am I crazy for thinking that they are wasting the prime years of a guy like Seth Rollins? I don't know, because you've been, you've done you've heated Seth Rollins so many times up and cooled him off, mm -hmm. but he's as over as almost as over as anybody else on the roster. I feel like, but they kind of put themselves in the corner at this point. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he hasn't had a main event yet, so I mean, he cashed in. Is, that doesn't count. That doesn't either. count. Yeah, I'm talking about. Advertised the, right. the clock is ticking, so I guess you're right. They are kind of wasting his years. That's what I'm but, saying. Like you, you look at that guy now. He's really good in the ring. He always gets a good reaction from the crowd, and that's just Seth. I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about all the other guys. You know what I mean? Like, and I really don't want it to be. Next year he wins the rumble and challenges Ro Roman Reigns, and he's the main event. You know, I'm a Roman Reigns guy. Been a Roman Reigns guy for years. It's time for somebody else to fucking be the main event and see if they can get there. Yeah, yeah, Seth is on a short list of people where you could 
heat up and and slot him in there. But that would have to be next year. Shit, he this is year. the list. And these motherfuckers yeah. talking about Sami Zayn. Meanwhile, uh, this guy's over here just getting over and staying over for years and putting on great matches. Wearing them big dumbass boots the other night. <laughs> hey, those boots were kind of hilarious. I saw little Wayne wearing those. Like, where where this boot sensation come out of? It came out of nowhere. Seems <laughs> like the same people that wore made them big ass hats, probably. That's true. But yeah, you kind of have a point with Seth. But I don't know. He he said it himself. He he said, "I'll never be where Roman is. I'm the macho man to his uh, mortal racist." So. I mean, that's more than likely one of the reasons Ambrose left. And now look at him. At least he's. He ain't main event WrestleMania, but he's main evented all out. He's main evented double or nothing. Like, Seth's not going to main event a pit. It ain't even got to be WrestleMania. Get a man to main event the SummerSlam. Build a fucking pay-per-view around him. And it ain't just him, you know? It's Bianca. It's Becky. It's fucking KO. Like, all these people are in the prime of their career right now. And you can't tell me that there's not enough room because... I was around when the Rock and Stone Cold got popular at the same fucking time. You had two of the biggest stars in the history of wrestling at the same fucking time. And it was able to... Now, Stone Cold got hurt a lot during that. Uh, bingo. I was about to say, but The Stone Rock Cold went and made hurt. movies a lot during that. But while they were there, they still fucking coexisted and were able to... You know, you ain't got to make it even. Everybody don't get a fucking a trophy, right? But... You're just taking one guy and shunning everybody else away. And again, I, I, I'm i sure Seth's cool with it. Like, he's making as much money as you could possibly fucking make. But I feel like in a universe that doesn't have Roman Reigns as the tribal chief in the main event, Seth Rollins is probably the fucking face of this company right now. I feel like they also did a bad job when uh, Roman was away with cancer and then he, he wouldn't come back for COVID. Seth was like carrying it with the, what was he, the, the Messiah Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when Roman came back, they kind of pushed Seth down the card. That was the perfect time to like keep them on an even playing level. Then yeah. you could eventually, they got the history. You could build a match towards WrestleMania with those two in it because they have that history together. The only, the only year at WrestleMania that Seth had a marquee match I shouldn't say marquee match, but he was like billed as a quote unquote main event player. It was the first match of the night when he beat Lesnar. Yeah, that was that night. And that was because the 35 bad timing, though, right? Like he wasn't going to main event. You had Kofi Mania going on and you had Becky, Ronda and Charlotte. Like that's just bad fucking timing. Like. Yeah, he wasn't the main event, even if it was two nights back then, because like you said, Kofi and then. That, that triple threat with Becky. And then as soon as Roman's fucking healthy again, put his ass back in the main. They didn't even let the guy. What did he do during the uh, the COVID WrestleMania when Roman went home? Didn't he face uh, KO in that arena and lost? I can't even in the remember. Empty, he, he, I'm pretty sure he faced KO in that empty arena. Anyway, and it, it, again, it's not just Seth. Like I said, it's it's Bianca. It was Sasha when she was there. You know, even Mrs. I don't know how to woo herself, Charlotte. Like, you got all these really good, talented people whose primes of their career, they're not being able to showcase it as the main event. And I know Cena was on top for all those years, but I feel like 
you still had Kurt Angle, you still had Shawn Michaels, you still had Randy Orton, you still had all these people that were opposed to him that were still main event worthy, but now it's just like Roman and his challenger of the month. Hey, Roman's been the golden child ever since 2014 when they broke up the Shield, so yeah, they're riding them to the wheels fall off. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we got into Cody and Sammy that much. Who do you want to see at WrestleMania? You, I'll give you three choices. Mm-hmm. Cody versus Roman. I'll give you four tra- choices. Cody versus Roman. Cody versus Sammy. Sammy versus Roman. Or triple threat. I don't want to see no damn triple threat. Give me Cody versus Roman. I don't think Cody should win, though. Especially with the titles together. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a topic for another day. I think yeah. I think Roman should beat Cody's ass at WrestleMania. <laughs> I just got done preaching for ten minutes about Roman being the main event, and now this main event, I'm like, he shouldn't lose. Yeah, Cody. I want to see Cody versus Roman. We're gonna see Roman versus Sammy at the pay per view. They're doing, but they stay in the course, which I like. What do you want to see? I, I I want Cody versus Roman. I did love the uh Cody's really good at promos, man. I'm you know, I was shitting on him, not shitting on him, but like shitting on him about him constantly going back to his dad and everything's about my dad, blah blah blah. But he actually didn't even mention his dad last night. And it was still good. Like Cody's a good promo. You know? If he don't if he's not crying or talking about Dusty, he can still sell a fucking pay per view. He looks like a star. Comes out he's in his got, little three-piece suit. He's got the passion in his voice. You believe yeah. him when he says it. It's, no. a, it's a it's a little bit telegraph, but I mean, you, you you believe him, right? To me, he's not the best in the ring, and some of the stuff he tries to do, I don't think he should be doing. Um, but what, you don't like the Cody Cutter? No, I really don't. I think that's his best move. I think that needs to be taken out of his repertoire. Or as his dad used to say, his repetenda, when he used to commentate <laughs> on WCW Saturday Night. Um, yeah, I I like Cody. I really do. And I think him and Roman is going to be really good until he and Roman are standing face to face. And you realize how much bigger Roman is than Cody. <laughs> I think the match is not going to be as hot as people think it is, too, once they finally get in the ring. Styles make fights, and I don't. You know, I'm gonna trust Roman to be able to call this the right way, and tell Cody like that stupid shit you were doing in AEW. We're not doing none of that. Like he had a he had great matches with Seth Rollins. I think he can have great matches with Roman. Oh yeah, those, those, you do have a point, but Seth could carry anybody to a good match. Yeah, but I'm look. I'm sitting here saying that I don't like all of Cody's in ring. Cody ain't like shit. You know what I mean? Like he's not trash, but Cody's really good. I just for the way he talks and his promo, I feel like his ring style doesn't match. Elaborate on that. Like the Cody cutter, I feel like that's not something that somebody that can cut an emotional fucking promo should be doing. Even his finishing move, the crossroads, like it just seems too convoluted and complicated to me. 
Yeah, I don't like that. He hits it multiple times when it's not even warranted either. Yeah. He he just he just overdoes everything. He overcooks his grits just a little bit too much sometimes. Yeah, got him sticking to the pot a little bit. <laughs> Chunky as a motherfucker. That's not how grits <laughs> are supposed to be. You know? You gotta leave room for the shrimp, Cody. Exactly. Salt and pepper, a little Creole seasoning. But you got that shit turning so, black at the bottom. Cody's good in the ring. Roman is good in the ring. But this styles my clash at Mania. Think about it though. Roman and Brock Lashley, that was probably the best build match they had out of their like three part WrestleMania series. And even that was a little bit lukewarm, the actual match they had. Yeah, Roman got hurt like halfway through it though. That's true. But they had I, I think I think their match at SummerSlam was way better than what they did at Mania because Roman was actually still able to wrestle. And they had all the theatrics. That was a yeah. fun match. We were there in yeah. person too, so maybe that added to it. Speaking of Lesnar, uh, Bobby Lesnar made him his bitch last night. I like that. They finally let Bobby get one up on him. <laughs> he he uh he backdropped him. Rock took some pretty gnarly bumps up. Yeah. There on the end. I don't I don't think that backdrop was supposed to be a backdrop. I actually think it was supposed to be a spine buster, and Brock was fucking. Going, but either way, like a spine bus is even worse. <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that move. It didn't look like it was supposed to be a backdrop, but you're right. Like Brock fucking Brock throws his body around when he spoke. When when Brock's invested, like he sells for people when he when he needs to. And this version of Brock Lesnar and the Brock Lesnar I remember. When he got there, when he was wrestling Kurt Angle, are just mm-hmm. so fucking different. Like, go back and watch some Kurt Angle and Brock matches. Like, Kurt was throwing Brock's ass around, and now you don't see that. So when people do it, a guy the size of Lashley, you're like, damn, Lashley throwing. Well, he should. Lashley's a fucking monster. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I enjoyed that segment. I enjoyed Lashley bringing the fuck. Oh, it's a, can't have a concert track signing without a table, right? So, <laughs> Lashley brought the fucking table out in the aisle way. Told Brock, yeah. you come to me. Yeah, I like how they're making Bobby look credible going into the pay-per-view, but I still don't like how he's been positioned as the heel in this. Because where do you go once Brock leaves, which he will after WrestleMania? I think the same thing happens that happened last time. Bobby's coming yeah. off as the heel. They have the match. And the next night, Lesnar's going to be gone. And when they hit Lashley's music, he's going to stand out on that fucking podium looking like a fucking action figure. And people are going to be like, I like that nigga. (laughs) (laughs) So you think they do a, well, we're not going to get into predictions yet, but doing a little foreshadowing. You think they do a swerve with this match or they have this match straight up this weekend? It's the rubber match. So I, I don't know why they're not having it at Mania, but. Yeah, and I think I'm going to go ahead and predict it's Black History Month, so Lashley's going to win. A little foreshadow in there when we do a little preview uh, this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of Black History Month, EJ. Yes, sir. Let's do some Black History uh, spotlights of a wrestler that we'll both choose 
And you could talk about and elaborate on this wrestler for a minute if you want. You go first. So we got to do it for the culture, you know. I got Mr. Ron Simmons, Farouk. Damn. Damn. Had his origins as a football player at FSU. Went on to the wrestling business. And if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he was the first black world champion of a major promotion yep. in WCW. 1992, Power Slam Big Van Vader. And took the world title from Big Van Vader. Jerry Curl and all. Yes, sir. He's also a former WCW champion, former United States tag team champion, WCW, mm-hmm. three-time WWF championship. I feel like they could have did a lot more with him. Of course, the Nation of Domination was great, but I feel like... Yeah, you never got the rock without the Nation. Yeah, but I feel like you could have put Farouk in a few world title, uh, you know, maybe not win it, but he could have gotten a feud. I feel like yeah. he was a little bit underutilizing WWF. I think he did feud for the champion. I think he feuded with Shawn Michaels. I could be wrong. When they had yeah. him in that weird, like, American Gladiator-looking helmet oh, that he so used he to did. wear. Everybody, that gimmick was trash, though. Yeah. Um, Farouk, Ron Simmons is the man. Uh, I've met him a few times. I have a... Here's your black history thing. I have a big gold WCW world title that... So far, I've gotten Ron Simmons, Booker T, and Mark Henry to sign. And I want to get all the black world champions that have been world champions to sign. So I still need Kofi. I still need Big E. I still need Lashley. I gave up on The Rock. Um, I say, Dwayne. Yeah, I, I'll, ne- I'll never get The Rock. Like, that's a, <laughs> that'll never happen. Uh, but the rest of them, I will. And I'm excited about that. Um, I'm going to change my pick. And I'm going to mm. go with Booker T. Mm, um, I was going to pick him too. I'm glad you chose Booker T is a five-time WCW champion, a one-time world champion in WWE. Uh, Harlem Heat, he and his brother won the titles I don't know how many times. Call Hulk Hogan a nigga on TV. You know, got to love that. Um, <laughs> I, still, I, I watch that clip at least once a year. I can't believe it. Like, it's not like it was live television. Like, this is WCW Saturday night. That shit was pre-recorded like three weeks ago. <laughs> they, let the, they let that shit slide on the Superstation. Um, Booker T just longevity. He was in the Royal Rumble this year, 50-something years old. His story's really good. You know, he, he had an awful upbringing. Uh, him, they had a bunch of siblings. He ended up going to prison, getting out, and pro wrestling basically saved the guy's life. Now he's got his own promotion in Houston, Texas called Reality of Wrestling. It's where Ember Moon came from. Uh, Roxy, right now, who's the NXT Women's Champion, came from there. Uh, Basically giving back to the world of wrestling and giving people chances. And Booker T was one of the most athletic big men. You don't think of Booker T as being big? Booker T is a big fucking guy. Um, that fucking sidekick he used to do and the axe kick and the, the, the Harlem hangover, the Harlem hangover off the top rope, the spinner Rooney by itself. You don't know how many times we've been drunk at WrestleMania, Put Joey Stillman's in the chat. He'll tell you we've been drunk at WrestleMania parties, like trying to do the spinner Rooney to see who could do the best one. I think I got videos of some of them, um, <laughs> but Booker T just the most decorated. I want to think, He's the most, I could be lying, but I want to think he's the most decorated 
wrestling champion of all time. I don't think anybody's he has to won be, his because because yeah. he's got he probably has just as many world championships as Dwayne, and then also the tag team. The tag team. He's a two time WWE oh, no. Hall of Famer. Because I'm not talking about just black wrestlers. I'm talking about all wrestlers. I don't hmm. think anybody's ever won as many titles as Booker T has. Yeah, TV titles, U.S. titles, U.S. titles. You might, you might have a point. I mean, just in WWE alone, he's like a three or four time tag team champion, a multiple time U.S. champion. I think he won the Intercontinental title, not to mention the World title, King of the Ring. Oh my God, King Booker! What? You talk about a good gimmick, King Booker. Yeah. He definitely ran with that the king. He's one of the better king uh, gimmicks. I remember back when in w, when he was in WCW, my friend was the biggest Booker T fan, and this is back when I knew I knew we was scripted, but like I still bought in. So my friend was like, "This is back before like, he was in the mid. He was still in the mid card scene." My friend was like, "Booker T's gonna win the championship." I'm like, "Booker T ain't never gonna win the championship." And like two months later, I think he won it at like Bash at the Beach. And I had to eat my words. I was surprised he broke through finally. I was pre- pleasantly surprised, especially with, I think the Immortal Racist was still in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say this because this is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Batista, but put them hands on Batista in real life. That's, that's <laughs> what I heard. I already got the yeah. deal. They were, uh, they were doing a, some kind of commercial and they ended up fucking disagreeing on something and got into it and Book had to put them flip flops on his ass. Uh, they say Booker T was about that action. He grew oh, up in the streets for real, for real. Yeah, there's a. You know, I remember when when this is one of the only times I'll give this guy credit. When Bully Ray first came on Busted Open, they were they interviewed Booker, and Bully Ray was like, "Book, I've fucking been in the bar with you when people get out of hand, like." He's like, I think I think the story was something like it was three or four guys over there, and we were coming to help. But we ended up helping them, like pulling Booker T off of them because he ended up whooping all of their asses. And yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, but Booker T's my uh, Black History Month spotlight. Next week, I'm going to pick a women's wrestler uh, to go with. And we'll do that. Let's get into uh, Elimination Chamber picks, EJ. We got to fucking, we got to hurry to a close here, buddy. Let's get it, man. Um, if you can, while I write down my power rankings, can you pull up the card for Elimination Chamber? And yes, if you're new here, we do power rankings every week, and I literally do my power rankings as the show is happening. Um, so I don't know why. Elimin- <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know why. I just Uh-oh. fucking I don't do it during the week. I just wait hey. till the show's going, and I'm like, all right, power rankings time. Sometimes it's better when you just shoot off the hip, you know? Yep. So I got the elimination chamber according to Wikipedia. I didn't go on WWE website, so who knows the match order. But for the number one match, we have the U.S. title elimination chamber. You have Mr. A-Town down, Austin Theory, Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, Mr. Bronson Reed. Damian Priest and our guy Montez Ford. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh Austin Theory. I don't think he's losing the title. I think they put the fucking rocket ship on this guy and he's he's taking off. 
it's I know what they're doing, but uh, besides Seth Rollins, like you hadn't really given any of these guys stories. I mean, I love Montez Ford, but hadn't really been doing much with the Street Profits. But this match will highlight a lot of their uh, strengths. So I know you're gonna see a lot of cool spots in it. But give me Austin Theory as well. Yeah. Montez Ford with the best uh, Instagram post ever. I don't know if you saw this today. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. It was a. We'll talk about it later. Um, go ahead. What's the next match? Next match is listed is the women's elimination chamber match. We got Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. I really want Carmella to win just so I can see her on TV more. Um, but that's my own selfish reasons. Not during Black <laughs> History Month, Chris. Yeah. They're going to be on you on Twitter. Right? Dr. Umar don't like that shit. Um, I'm going to pick Asuka. I think, I think we're setting up. Months ago, I picked Asuka versus Bianca versus Becky ver- or weeks ago. Versus Bailey, and I thought mm-hmm. last night they would make that happen, but then they announced it as a no DQ, and then Bianca just beat him. Like <laughs> that was that was such a head scratcher too. Like what was yeah. the point of that whole match? Uh, to give them reps, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but and rumor rumor and innuendo has you thinking that it's gonna be damage control versus Becky, Lita, and Trish Stratus. But then rumors are that it's going to be damage control versus Ronda and Shayna for the tag title. So it's like, are we looking at Becky versus Bailey one on one again? Like that's not WrestleMania. Um, When's the last time they've done that match? They just did it in the cage. No, yeah, they just can't they do last, that. last Monday. They've done like five times in the past six weeks. Um, so I got, yeah, that, I got I I got a uh, Oscar, but. I guess Raquel Rodriguez, she might be a dark horse. Ugh. In a one-on-one match at Mania? Yeah, she's cold. She's like cold right now as far as. If it's know. not Oscar, the only person I can see winning is Liv Morgan. Yeah. I, I think you're right. You're right, though. It might be leaning towards doing a fatal four-way. I hope we can still get there. That, and I hope they make it elimination style. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. make somebody just steal the win. Like, it's two days of WrestleMania. Get these motherfuckers 25 minutes. Let them go out there and steal the show. Yeah. I agree. And so next match, which I think is going to be the main event, so I'm going to move this down. But So I'll skip to the match after that. Uh, we got Edge, Best Phoenix versus Judgment Day, which consists of Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Why not Dom? No. I mean, because... I, you know, rumor has it that Edge and uh, Finn Balor are going to be at Mania, so maybe they're trying to tie it all in. Um, I think Judgment Day wins this one. Rhea's got to keep her momentum going towards Charlotte at WrestleMania. Mm, I don't know. I can see Edge and Beth winning and Finn taking the pin. I mean, if you're saying that Finn versus Edge is happening at WrestleMania. It makes sense that one team has two people that have WrestleMania matches and the other team has somebody that's going to go back to doing whatever she does in her off time after. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think I think Judgment Day wins this one. I'm just I'm gonna go opposite of you. I think Edge and Beth win. So the next match we have, we talked about it earlier. Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. I got Lashley. And I want Lashley to put Lesnar to sleep. I want to put him on the hurt lock, and I don't want Lesnar to to tap out. I want him to go to sleep like he did Drew at WrestleMania. I I don't see that happening. Give me me Lesnar just the way that Brock ended. Like the way. I'm a big Bobby fan. In February? Yeah, it is kind of messed up in Black Black History Month. I don't want to get my black card taken away. But it's I, up for review right now, motherfucker. <laughs> you on probation? But the, but all right. So I got. I'm kind of. I'm kind of on the. Fence I love with the this. EJ's struggling with this just because it's Black History Month. You don't want to pick the wrong thing. <laughs> I mean, this is this is kind of a cop out, but I think if Bobby wins, that means we're gonna see a hurt a hurt business reunion like during the match. If not, then I think Lesnar goes over. Just the way they ended it, they made uh, Le- uh, Lashley get the better of Lesnar. And, you know, the way WWE rolls, if somebody get the better of somebody on the go-home out in the go home show, then other person usually goes over. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But is Raw really the go-home show now with SmackDown yeah, on Friday? You're not going to see Bobby or Brock on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I hadn't really paid attention to the, the go home aspect of things anymore, but you are right. Like history shows the motherfucker standing at the go home shows the motherfucker looking at the lights during the pay-per-view. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but we'll see. Well, that means Bianca. No, she doesn't have a match. I was going to say she mm-hmm. loses, but I, I'm still taking Bobby. Like I, I've been pro Bobby in this whole thing for over a year now, since day one in Atlanta last year. Um, and I'm glad they're letting Bobby get get some shine on Lesnar without Lesnar just fucking f five him every time we see him. And you didn't see you didn't see the hurt business. I got a sneaky feeling that if Bobby goes over, it's going to be some shenanigans going on. I hope so. I still they've been teasing it. There's something about um, Carter. Caden Carter, is that her name? Mm-hmm. What about she's on TV? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the piercings or the tattoos or the dreadlocks or the weird makeup. or anything. It just works for her, though. I, I dig her whole pre- presentation. Yeah, there's something about, like, all of it put together on her works. You doing what you do, boo? Apparently, Roxy's teaming with Emmy Sakamura. Yeah. She's like 78 years old, I think. I don't know much about her. I, mean, I don't follow a lot of Japan. She's legendary. Uh, you go back into the archives of Boo to the Face and listen to the Heidi Katrina interview. She talks about her big time and like how she loves working with her and how she's legendary in Jap- Japan. So, Word. So, we still got to get to the last match. They got listed as third, but this is probably gonna be the main event. The Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus Mr. Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman's gonna beat the shit out of Sami Zayn. <laughs> I, 
In Montreal. You think it's going to be a squash? In Montreal. It's either going to happen one of two ways. Either Roman's going to squash him and piss the crowd off. Or some kind of way legally Jay Uso is allowed back into Canada. And Jay is going to cheat and help Roman win. They haven't either, done a squash with Roman in a while, though. Either way, Roman's going to kill Sami Zayn. Roman's definitely winning, but there's so many ways they could pull it off. I'm I'm excited to see how it fo- unfolds. Um, you don't think a KO, KO's from that area, too. You don't think a KO comes into play? I mean, Sami Zayn, like, turned on him and kicked his ass. Rather not, he, just because he helped him and took an ass whooping, like, KO should still be a little bit trepidatious about Sami Zayn helping him out. I think KO probably comes out after the match once Sami's getting his face pounded in. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely going to be an ass whooping. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a show where the crowd goes home happy in Montreal. Oh, no. But I think I, they're going to be pissed, and this is just going to set it up even more for people to boo Roman and cheer Cody at WrestleMania. They're going to use this Montreal crowd to get Cody over more. And I think that's how they should go. That's the perfect way to play it. They've been As a matter doing fact, a good job of keeping Cody hot. I like the just, way it's all been unfolding. Just talking about it, Cody might come out and make the save, and this might be the first time that Roman and Cody throw hands. I was thinking the same thing, but I think I said keep them apart to that face off. I do too, but I, I think this would be if Roman's just beating the dog shit out of Sammy and Cody makes a save, that crowd's going to go crazy. And Pavlov's dog, you know? You see everybody on TV cheering for Cody, you want to cheer for Cody. So now on Monday night, you know, whoever whatever town they're in, they're going to cheer for Cody because they saw the reaction he got helping Sammy Zayn. You could definitely go that way, but I think they're still going to want to get Kevin Owens back into the fold somehow. Maybe you have Cody save both of them. You have the whole bloodline beating them up. But then, like you said, uh, we don't even know if Jake could get in the country. So I'm looking forward to see how it unfolds. Uh, real quick, I, I don't have the entire card, but this is also the New Japan card in uh, San mm. San, San Jose. Jose? Uh, yeah. Sasha Banks versus Kyrie Sane. I don't know if her name is Kyrie Sane or not. I think for the IWGP Kyrie. Women's Championship. Uh, I said Sasha Banks. I didn't even say her name right. Mercedes Monet. Awful t shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, by the way. Mercedes. I, what is it? It's like five of them. They're trash. They're just. They're not good. I've always wanted Sasha Banks merch, and I've bought like a couple shirts because just for the fuck up. By the way, getting closer to WrestleMania, EJ, this is your first time participating on air. WrestleMania mm-hmm. t-shirt week. Mm-hmm. So everybody get ready. The Monday before WrestleMania, you post a picture of yourself in a wrestling t-shirt with the hashtag WrestleMania t-shirt week. And I'm going to give something away again this year. I gave something away last year. I don't know what I'm going to give away this year. I do know what I'm going to give away. Y'all have to stay tuned to find out. I'll tell you about it next week on Boot to the Face, what I'm going to give away for WrestleMania T-shirt week. Um, 
But who you got, Sasha Banks or Kyrie? I got I got Kyrie just because we don't know how long. I I would like to see Mercedes win. But we don't know how long she's gonna be in the company for. It. But you could you could give it to Mercedes and then give it back to Kyrie soon. So. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let me get Mercedes. I feel like they would shock the wrestling world if they had Kyrie win. And that's who I'm picking. You're picking Kyrie. I'm not cheering for Kyrie to win. I'm cheering for Mercedes to win. I'm going to watch. This is on the same time as Elimination Chamber, isn't it? You might be right. Is, how do you watch it on New Japan World? Is that where they on Fight TV or what? I don't fucking know. I'll watch it the next day on. I'll try to stay off the <laughs> internet and watch it the next day on. The link. The, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get the power rankings, EJ, and get the hell up out of here. Let's do it. I believe I you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. Number five, Chris Rucker's last-minute power rankings. He's your AW All-Atlantic champion. Mr. Orange Punch himself, Orange Cassidy. Wait, he had a match? He <laughs> fucking killed it on Rampage. Oh, he did have a match on Rampage. It was good. It was good. Who did he face again? I don't remember. I just remember it was a good match. <laughs> uh, so we do Snake, right? So that yep. means I go next, right? So you go five and four. I have the American Nightmare himself, oh. Cody Rhodes, at number five. He... Had that promo back and forth with Sammy. Some people didn't like how they made Sammy feel like a sob story, but I like the way they how that played out. Yeah. Cody had that fire in his voice. He had a little bass in his voice. And Cody he had a squash really over uh Hold on. I think you might be muted. What? Okay, now nah, hey. All right. You're tired. Oh. And he had a squash over Baron Corbin. Beat him like in a minute. I hate that for Baron Corbin. I'm I'm a Baron Corbin fan. I think Baron Corbin, whatever they give Baron Corbin, he's really good at. I think he's really good in the ring. I think he's got a good like look as a wrestler. Now, I don't, I don't agree with the Applebee's outfit he wore for a couple years, right? But his finishing moves really good. <laughs> you didn't like you didn't like Constable Corbin? No, his, his finishing moves really good. Like, I think Corbin is so underrated. I think people look at Corbin and they shit on him, and they don't realize how good this fucking guy really is. Like, all jokes aside. Um, and he played for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're Super Bowl champion. He still played for them. Corbin, and if you follow him on Instagram, this motherfucker can smoke some meat. Like, Corbin. Pause. <laughs> he, likes, <laughs> he likes fucking... Smoked food, he likes cigars, and he likes bourbon. Like, hey, it sounds like my, my kind of guy. Yeah, it's my dude, Baron Corbin. Didn't like him getting squashed by Kobe and Cody in a suit. Um, but I think, Cody gonna, in I a think suit. They try, I'm about, about to do like a hard reset on him. I don't oh, know yeah. what's they, next for him. They should turn him back to the lone wolf, but I think they're I doing like, a reset. I feel like they've done too many fucking resets on Corbin. Like, but King Corbin, the happy Corbin, Corbin was a thing. I think this happy is Corbin, like, bum ass Corbin, <laughs> JBL's bitch Corbin. Like, 
It's gonna be. I think this next reset is gonna be Triple H's vision of him finally yeah. get shed the Vince vision. Corbin, by the way, the last person to beat Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin. Yeah, I didn't even know that till he said that. I'm like, huh? Yeah, and they were doing that little dog food angle years ago before the Usos came back to help him. Well, there you have it. Corbin was the last person to beat the Tribal Chief. My number four pick, I have the Elite, the that three at a trios match between them and Top Flight and AR Fox. It was a really good dynamite, but yeah, that was one of the better matches on there. So, give me the Elite at number four. I just don't like the Elite. There's no story with them. They're just there. Like, I feel like Tony Khan's not getting his money's worth with them. Yeah. I feel like they kind of went off the off the track when uh, that brawl out. I don't think they were, they're on the original storyline they were supposed to have. See, I feel like the Young Bucks haven't them. been on track, like, the whole time. They just kind of show up when they want. They're there when they want. I like how you know, the original storyline when they when they Kenny originally Omega, joined Cody What's Rhodes that? and the Bucks. Cody's gone. And I feel like the elite are just an afterthought of AEW. When you think AEW, who do you think? You don't think of the Bucks and Kenny Omega. You think of Moxley. You think of Jericho. You think of MJF. You think of Hangman. You think of Jade. You think of all these people. You gotta you go through like six or seven people before you get to the elite. Some of it's on their own doing, and some of it's on Tony. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, the people can hear you. It's me. Something messed <laughs> up on my end. Let me go to my handy dandy Zoom. There we go. Now, can you hear me? Unmute my speaker. My speaker's not fucking muted. What the fuck does that even mean? Oh boy. Technical difficulties. There we go. I can probably hear you now. Can you? Yep. Yeah. Well, we were talking about the elite. Uh, I mean, I said some of it's on their own doing, and some of it's the way Tony booked them. But yeah, I feel like they had a story when before the whole undisputed era got injured. Yeah, right now they're just wrestling and they're putting on good wrestling. So that's my number four pick. Yep. Uh, my number four is probably on your list somewhere. You, you've you talked me into it. You said every fucking week you're going to put this guy <laughs> on there and I'm starting, to, I'm starting to pay attention. Brian Danielson, number four. Another fucking banger. Wait, Roosh. They beat a- the shit out of each other. Yeah, color. Yeah, a little bit of everything in that match. Yeah, fucking Roosh. Roosh doesn't pull any punches. That motherfucker be laying them in there. <laughs> Roosh said, "I get my time on TV. I'm gonna really show y'all yeah, deserve about- more TV time." <laughs> y'all motherfuckers put me on TV. I'm about to get my shit in. <laughs> um, my number three is your undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. The Usos. Jay U- I've been saying it since the start of the bloodline. 
Jay Uso needs to beat Roman Reigns. Jay Uso showing up at the end is one of those moments where it's like, this guy's got this guy's got the goods. That was a hell of a match too. They're supposed to be heels, EJ. The crowd fucking loved it when they won. Fuck Braun Strowman, by the way. <laughs> I like Ricochet, and shout out to Ricochet because that that boy's building one of those uh, Derek Jeter resumes. And we ain't talking about on the field. We're talking about off the field. Hey, do your research if you want to know what we're yeah. talking about. Well, he's light skinned like me. Just, just so you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I got the Usos at number three. At number three, I got the AEW World Champion, Mr. Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. Mm. This mother, this dude was going ham on Wednesday, talking about getting topped off in the car and wrecking his car, admitting to a crime on national TV. <laughs> My guy went crazy, and he had a banger with Takeshita. So that's my number. They say three. they got a lot of phone calls to that police station about. Uh, <laughs> I heard that. You think that's real or you think that was a word? I don't know, but that's fucking hilarious. Also, this motherfucker not know about statute of limitations. Like you can't admit the murder yeah, on say, TV. What the fuck? He still got Similac on his breath. It couldn't have happened that long ago. <laughs> and then how about everybody's like, oh, he's talking about Liv Morgan. This motherfucker said dark hair, dark skin, dark eyes. Don't none of that shit fit Liv Morgan. He got y'all though. He got y'all marks. Bunch of dumbasses. Leave Liv Morgan alone at the fucking airport too. Her and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. Let them be. Number t- My number two. She had a match for no reason. A three-way match had implications. I got Miss Bianca. And her outfit that she wore before her match. Ooh, woo. You see, you didn't left Rucker speechless with that outfit. Mr. I mean, I, th- I thought you were still going. I didn't know it was my turn. That's um, all I got. <laughs> my number two, I got the American Nightmare. Great promo. Got the crowd to come over to his side a little bit more versus the him and Sammy thing. Beat my boy bum-ass Baron Corbin in a suit. Uh, I loved Corbin talking shit about Cody and Cody in the background like, this nigga talking about me? And you see Cody take his watch off and like sit it down. It's like, Cody's in the back like, he just said something about my brother. He better not say shit about my daddy. If he says something about my daddy, I'm about to whoop this boy. And then... Of course, Corbin said, it. and his daddy sucks too. <laughs> he like he like did like you know the black girls remove their earrings. He did, he did it casually like that. He did it so casually. He just took his all right. Put some Vaseline on his face, tied his hair up like the whole night. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, my my number two is the American Nightmare. I had Cody as number one, and then I remembered that my number one pick wore uh, an, an an outfit out to the ring during her segment that it, it was just, you know, Montez Ford's a, a very lucky man. Very lucky man. Um, My number one pick is Miss Bianca Belair. I, I don't like her title reign. Uh, I don't like the way she's being booked. But when push comes to shove, she came out 
she said, if y'all want to go to WrestleMania or shot to WrestleMania, you got to go through me. And she took two of the best women's wrestlers in the world and she beat both of them. Fair and square. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they go from here as far as Becky and Bailey, but I know Bianca came out and said, y'all want to talk about me, be about me and, and fucking beat them. Fair and square. Took one of them, hit her finish and move on top of the other one and pinned her in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. That I I like the the thought. I mean, I like the what they were trying to do with that, but that was a little bit weird. Where she hit the the KOD and Becky just rolled out of the way, even though she yeah. landed on top of her. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like I like how they showcase those three though, and I'm not mad at that number one pick. So my number one pick is staying with the theme of my list these past what six weeks or so. And this will probably be the last time he might show up on this list for a while. Yes. I had to, had to crown yes. him off. Yes. Mr. Brian Danielson. With that match he had with Roosh. And we already touched on the match. Uh, yeah, Mr. Brian Danielson. At number one. And I think that's it for him having matches. They said that was the end of his. Nah, he gets the title shot. So Yeah. Got attacked we'll by MJF afterwards. So he's probably on the shelf for a while. Uh I just look up at NXT. I forget Booker T's a commentator on NXT too. It's just another fucking thing to add to his resume. The guy commentated. People, people hate on his commentary. It doesn't bother me like it does other people. They're like he's over the top. I mean, what do you want him to do? Be boring? Right. These same motherfuckers grew up on Jerry the King Lawler. And now they're saying puppies Booker every T's two too seconds. much. Yeah. Exactly. Now they're saying Booker T's too much. Um we know why. But it's Black History Month. We're going to give that man his flowers. All of them. Two dozen roses. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody watching. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, I, EJ, I, I meant to ask you about this earlier, so we'll, we'll talk about it now. What are you doing Saturday night? Saturday night? I don't have anything planned. Are you watching uh, Elimination Chamber Live? That's the goal. So how about we watch Elimination Chamber live and then we do a reaction show right after. Let's get it. Get sauced up. Ain't no telling what we'll say on here. We'll do an extra boot to the face uh, Elimination Chamber reaction show. And I'll try to watch uh, New Japan at the same time as well. And we'll be here. You know, Elimination Chamber ends at 11 o'clock. At 11.15, we'll be online. So about give it about 15 minutes after the show is over. Come get on Twitch if you're at home, if you're at the bar. You know, have somebody put it on at the bar. Why not? We're handsome yeah. as fuck. We're the most handsome wrestling podcast out there. They can put it on the bar. We can fucking get your women all frothed up for you. And ready, primed up and ready to go. Yeah. Get them to drink a shot. Look at boot to the face. There you go. Um, shout out to everybody that participated in the chat tonight. Thanks for everybody joining us on the Valentine's Day edition of boot to the face we'll be back saturday night right after elimination chamber and then next tuesday 8 p.m eastern standard time appreciate you joining us ej and we will be back next week for ej i'm rucker this has been boot to the face episode 214 peace
It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the 